Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you. Hi. <laughs> here we are. Woo. Am I on? Oh, I'm on. Yeah, okay. yeah you're on. Miss you're me, on, miss me. You? Now you gotta kiss oh, me. Oh my goodness. Oh. Where have you been? I know. I, <laughs> it's all your fault. Oh my gosh. I think everyone in the room has a little bit of fault, you guys. Sorry, we've been living life. Living life, for sure. I've got big things jumping off in my life, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to address today, but there's Honey. some things that are jumping off Happy, in my life. good things. Good, wonderful things, absolutely. And so does Charmaine. Charmaine has wonderful things going on in her life what? as well. What? Come on. You okay. And your, you, she likes she's like honeymooning every other week. <laughs> she she goes on a honeymoon every other week. Oh no, I'm working. Oh, oh, you're doing that too. I yeah. know. You are doing that too. So she's juggling the honeymoon and the and the directorship. The wait, wait, honeymoon? Did yeah. I miss something? Yeah, I got married. No, she did not. <laughs> Stop it. Wow. Right. <laughs> I'm off the market. It didn't last long, did it? She, I call it that because they don't see each other all the time. Mm-mm. So every couple of weeks, correct me if I'm wrong, one goes there or he, or he comes here. That's so that's dangerous a dating. What do you you mean, know what? what do you that's that is, the perfect scenario. That, I, I, I know. That's that's perfect scenario for dating. Yeah. For, even for marriage. Okay. Mm. Okay. See each other once a week. Once, twice a month tops. I mean, that's a, that's a perfect marriage. <laughs> but no, that's how I did it. My first wife was long distance dating. Really? And I, uh, it, and it was always like, you know, oh, I miss you, miss you, miss you. And then the weekends were just like fire and then we'd have to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once we got married, it's like, oh, that's what you're like. It's always oh that. Oh my. It's always that God. leave them wanting more business. Yeah. yeah. If we call it that's, craving. It's just wonderful. Now you've got me freaking worried. Something about the 2% cow. I don't know. I forget that. Oh my god. I'll gosh. milk your cow yeah. <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay, I can't establish a connection. So the last time we need to we really need to just catch up mm-hmm. and pick up where we left off because we left a subject dangling out there. It was just hovering. Love it. We talked about social media and a little bit of the mental health behind it. And so what I really wanted to talk about was social media, how it has affected my children. Okay. And I just gonna, that aspect of it. I like that for angle. A moment. And I, I think the benefit that we talked about was why people use it. You know, what are some mm-hmm. scenarios and the benefits of it? I mean, it can be a connection to the world. It may not be somebody that you can touch and see and feel, but you have a connection. Mm-hmm. You have an audience and some people need that attention. Some people thrive when it's good attention or negative attention. However, though, I would love your contribution of how it's affecting your family or your children mm-hmm. specifically. I won't even let my kids have a, an account online. They're young still, though. Oh, you mean, but your kids have a device. They do have a device. But they don't have social no media. No social medias. Okay. Not yet. I know they'll get there. My son wants to be a professional YouTuber, but. God bless him. I, I oh, know. I love it. And I think he would be good. But I have to say that um, I'm going to talk about the cause and effect of social media, how many hours a day people are typically mm. on it, all age ranges, but the infidelity, the affairs, the marriages, the, you know, the, the consequences that we are totally in the pathway of our lives because of how much it is happening. It's, we talked about this before, is that you don't have to have a lot of courage to be on social media. Mm-mm. I mean, you, that's where all of this, like, um, some of it is good courage, I would imagine, but there's a lot of trolling, a lot of, um, saying things you wouldn't say to somebody's face. Brave. Yeah. And then there's the mental health behind that. And let's talk about what you were just talking about, about likes for a second. Yeah. Likes or, or even an argument. Okay. Now I've been, I've argued with people online. We talked about that last time with the mm-hmm. political season, mm-hmm. the political climate, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. 
and I can see how, I mean, it changes my heart. Like when I'm engaged in it, it physically changes my heart when I'm engaging in that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Then there's the, I'm going to post a picture for shits and giggles. Seriously. But I can't get past, I shouldn't say I can't get past because that's not completely true. But I'm intrigued on who's looking at it. Mm. What they're saying about it. Mm -hmm. And I, it's not a, it's not a big secret that I don't like to be photographed and I don't like that kind of thing. So recently I posted this selfie with no makeup, just some eyeliner and mascara. And, and I looked at it and I was like, well, that's you. And so why not just post it? That's who I am. Because I felt like I was probably hiding behind some image from 1998 or right, something right. Where you be. like mm -hmm. yeah and and that's not the fact of my life the fact of my life is that i'm aging so let's go back to the courage and and trolling part of it did you want to talk about that well i think you hit it on the head when <clears throat> people have the courage to make comments even if it doesn't pertain to them they just have to be involved and i've seen relationships and friendships and things uh quickly dissolve after that feuds family feuds um and i i only say that it's not just you that's making the comment and it's changing how you feel and your behavior you're in a home and other people are getting that side effect too. So I can picture when you made that comment Tina's ravaging about <laughs> Trump and Biden and just flailing off at the arms and mm -hmm. and Greg and everybody's here and you're like, oh shit, here it comes, you know. But in all actuality, like we think we're in our own little bubble, but we're not. No, there's somebody that I, he is my oldest friend since I was, by my oldest friend, I mean the oldest friend that I've had sustained contact with since 1981. Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy from high school, yeah. yeah. Well, he's older than me, but well, there's that guy too. Oh. <laughs> he's just a friend, he's just a friend of mine. But this this person was like a member of my family for the most part, he's mm -hmm. from Boston and he's Italian and our brothers were friends, our moms were friends and I was friends with him. And this last fall, I said I wanted to have an, I watched the, each debate so that I could have an intelligent conversation. Now, what I meant by that was that I wanted to have like water cooler talk. Like, I don't want to talk about the budget deficit or mm. like, I don't want to get so the green deep, bill. a big mm -hmm. deep dive into it, but I don't want to maybe overhear or I just want to be able to have an informed conversation sure. in short. Sure. Okay. Well, he started posting and you want to have an intelligent conversation. Let's have an intelligent conversation. And it was Ooh, just so, and you we lit were, him up. And you? well, yeah. And like, I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I don't, that's not what I'm talking about. And there was just a lot of communication back and forth and on our phones, not just on social media, mm -hmm. but like he, I, he's, I don't, I don't talk to him anymore. Oh, sad. And it is sad. And I've reached out. I think he might've blocked me. Like it wasn't that bad. We weren't swearing. I wasn't being nasty, <laughs> but I want to talk about this too, because when I do think about that, there's some gaslighting that goes oh, on. Yeah. There's some, like one of his comments was, well, you're just an angry person. Okay. Well, first of all, duh. I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's just, I do have passion about some things and I have anger about other things. Now my anger, this wasn't about anger. That's not what that was about. Well, I this was say, about don't go stalking on my page uh, and tell, try to teach me who, what you think I need to know about your president. I don't uh, want to hear it. I just don't do that. I don't, it's unsolicited bullshit. Sure. It's unsolicited. But remember what I said is that you want privacy on the most exposed platform in the world. Impossible. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, it comes with the territory. Um, and that's unfortunate. I hope you guys get reunified and me too. Yeah. Right off into the sunset. So my thing is, is that you can't, when you have emotions and, um, they're hard to express through, through social media and, and typing and texting and everybody thinks there's cryptic messages in mm. any posts that you do these days. Yeah. So this, the time, I call it a time thief. 
Because if you look at your phone, it tracks how long you've been on each website and daily and things like that. Kids these days, 10, 11 hours. How many hours are they awake and how many hours are they in school? And then whatever's left over is being filled by social media. It hurts my heart. It does. It hurts my heart because it is what television was for us Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, at least for me. And it was all about... Like my mom would literally come in the room, like Saturday morning, we would be watching cartoons from seven o'clock until 11 a.m. Mm. But there were times she'd come in at like 9.30 or 10 o'clock and just, when when TVs had a button, yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. very old. Yeah. <laughs> but she would just come in and go, bam, get dressed and go outside. And that was, that was it. Now, like I remember telling Sam a few years ago, I don't have these issues with her anymore, but I'm like, give me your phone. And she would like turn purple. No. And I, excuse me, like, do I, am I going to have to wrestle you to the ground? Give me your phone. Give me your phone. Give me your phone. It's like, and then they turn into like the, a demon. I mean, it was, (laughs) it was a part of my child. I just didn't want to see. And then it was stomping and tantrum and, you know, and all of that. But then like anything else. And like me, when I was a kid that after an hour or so, I was like, I wasn't thinking about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a short withdrawal period, you know, that, that, Things happen. I, I can, my son's the same way with uh, his PlayStation, but we use the access to those as, as a, a weapon or an incentive, like grounding 100%. them or turn it off. Yes. And it's so sad that we have to use that tool just to be a part of our kids' lives. hundred percent. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I mean, that's the world we're living in. It's not going to go away. I feel like it's going to get faster, more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I couldn't telling- pick that TV up and, and hold it away from my mother. Like when she, <laughs> when she popped the <laughs> thing and, and say, you're right. I was, she was just like, yeah, it's done. And yeah. she had the authority and I, so, okay, I guess we're done. But now these are so they're handheld devices. Yeah. So they're accessible anywhere. Oh my at, gosh. All hours of the night. And it's, that was a whole other thing i mean there's you know not a lot of good stuff is happening at night for kids you know i grew up and my mom would always say charmaine nothing good happens after midnight Mm -hmm. that's the devil's time Mm -hmm. and i'd say now i say well every hour is midnight i mean they i was reading on some things um recently uh do you know who tim ballard is Mm -mm. so operation underground he's oh oh, oh, i do yeah sure i do yeah uh, just I just excellent strength of a of an example of a human being because his heart's in the right place to save, and it happens. He spoke here last year. Uh huh. I yeah. wanted him to come on our podcast. I remember wanting yeah. him to come. He was thinking part of if our we event book, that we had. if we could book him, but we were in our infancy then. So. Yeah, and he <clears throat> honestly, uh, he goes on these covert missions and so many agencies are involved in finding these big sex trafficking Mm -hmm. rings and 98% of them are formed online. It's crazy. Like online. And they, they have satellite areas, uh, you know, sites to where they form these groups that will relocate to the next area and do another, you know, the, that's kidnapping and, that's, and, and those things and <clears throat> not only that the the access to your kids by a stranger i don't know how many times i'm like who are you chatting with who is that are they a real person or are they have you talked to them do you know their name are they a child are they an adult and that's how i have to talk to my kids these days they have a whole week designated in their school that's for internet safety a whole week. It's That's not awesome. just say no to drugs anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like they call it the white week um, to talk about the awareness of, you know, people that can coerce them to leave their homes. And I mean, just so they're really conscientious about how it's right at their doorsteps. It's at their fingertips and they're innocent and they won't, you know, and, and my sweet little girl, Myra, she... She says, and it's so sad because she goes, my friends are waiting to talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, who are your friends? 
she's like online and she's nine, just barely turned nine. I'm like, what's their names? Angel Wolf and da da da. Oh my goodness. So she plays these these fairy tale games but however they literally chat and i have to stand over her shoulder just to make sure it's, it's not, not some a guy catfishing just because yeah, she wants to have fun yeah. and that's her her fun and i'm so scared to death of that I, psh, let's yes. add on there that the bullying the sexting oh my goodness the many things that children do for well i can't even say it's entertainment but it's almost like there there's no limits like they can reach and and destroy the world in their palm of their hand and 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 it's the disgusting underbelly of it it's what you see when you turn over a log that's been sitting there forever it's just crawling with worms Mm -hmm. and mold and and undesirable things i don't want to dis on nature because that can also be seen as a beautiful thing uh that particular scenario but my thing was that i You know, I continue to read articles, um, even locally here in St. George, Utah, which is a pretty small place, but we're a gateway between like Salt Lake City and Vegas. Mm -hmm. We're just outside of Vegas. So, and what do we call Vegas? What is Vegas called? Sin City. Mm. So, um, and we all go there for different things. Like I love to go shopping there. I love to, you know, you just escape and you know, all of that. I buy my prostitutes. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> get off your phone. We're talking about he that. He doesn't care about us anymore. I'm sorry. Um, so, oh. but there's a lot of articles that I've read where there have, they have these stings and they're busting, you know, and so, like the most popular one for kids is, um, that these pedophiles get on is called kick the kick app oh you told me about that yeah and so they get on there and they're yeah it's it's so scary and i i mean it's it that is the equivalent of some guy in a trench coat at the park from when i was a kid Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. there was always that creepy guy that was you know talking to the kids too much or yeah, but just was hanging about, around you talk you know? about the trench coat how many people wore trench coats trench coats everybody wore trench coats well they did in the except 80s. for that yeah, creepy yeah. guy you know yeah. that you talk about kick and you talk about some of these other things yeah i mean there's there's lots of messaging avenues out there online and it, it's just like obviously the guy who made kick or whatever or it's like no no it, it wasn't supposed to be a pedophile thing but no. that's where they communicate yes. yeah the and creatures so, so whether go there. whether it's yeah. kick or whether it's hanging out at the park in the 80s with the creepy guy in the trench coat it's the same mentality so how do you defend against i mean you can't point your finger at social media just like you can't point your finger at trench coats i'm just saying honestly I, I it makes it you. a lot more accessible and like like an oh, invisible yeah, face behind it to where it takes well, number one, innocence, and it can cause so much damaging. Did you know that one in three marriages are caused from an online affair? Uh, divorces. One in three? One that in number three. number seems low. <laughs> one in three. Study just, just the ones done, that got caught. Just done right? in, 20, right? <laughs> yep, in 2020, July of 2020, a study that was just done. And if you see a spike in increase of Facebook accounts, you see a spike in divorce rates of 4.28%. Just Facebook. But then we mock the people who have joint accounts. I know. I was one of them. I was one of them. And as soon as I split my account. Joint accounts? What do you mean? Kellen Sherman. Oh, okay. Right. And as soon as I split my account. Mr. and Mrs. Because she doesn't trust me. He kept all the damn friends. And I'm like, they're not even your friends after the divorce. And and it became such a tug of war of who's going to get the social media friends. And it was ridiculous because it was just more of a principle and a control point. And I said, have them. And, and that's when the world kind of started saying, what's going on in their marriage? They don't have a Facebook mm, account anymore. Mm, they separated mm. it. Unreal how you can identify what's going on in someone's life just by the status on your Facebook. You There's, can't have privacy and be connected to the world. No, no, you can't. Pick one of the, we mock the people who live out in Burl Junction uh-huh. yeah. and because they have no power, no water, and they live by themselves. Well, they have no Facebook and they're off the grid. And so, I, I, I bet they're like that. And they have their privacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Try walking on their land at two o'clock in the morning. They'll yeah. tell you how oh, private yeah. they oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Get but off then you my have somebody land. here that has a thousand Facebook friends. I'm like, I want my privacy and my thousand friends. I'm like, really? Come on. And well, that's uh, come on. What kind? 
a so, thousand friends. So if you're going when you to, think about that, there's, I mean, you probably have two or three people in your life you consider a friend. Right. Really. To, you know, I, I go through my friends every few years and I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. Yeah. Delete. Gone. Bye. Yes. I do the same wow. thing. Yes. But I also have my, I have my, my friends on Facebook, but then I also have my associates. Mm-hmm. People that are like, you know what? I can reach out to you. If I happen to be in Arizona, I can call them and be like, hey, I'm in town. Haven't talked to you in 10 years. Let's go out to eat. Remember when it was just high school reunions? You you had to go to your high school reunion to see how somebody was doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they do those, but they're going to start doing virtually, I'm sure. But, (laughs) you know, Zoom reunion. Right. I, to be, with, with the stats that I've seen in here, I agree with the one in three. I mean, that's. That's a, a third of a chance. And there's a the divorce rate is accelerating. And I do believe it's because you, it's a secret. Like you can keep it a secret long than doing a physical and, and it, a, an emotional affair and an attachment is it's how you define an affair. Um, well, hold on a second, back up. So you said one third of divorces are. Start with an online start affair. Start with an online affair. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do we take that same percentage and apply that to the 90s or 80s or 70s or 60s you know what was the overriding thing that you know it's like you know one third of people that met in the bar started an affair one third of people that met at a work golf work. course probably workplace you know? yeah you know so now it just happens to be this is the convenient place to find your side hustle well I guess. so yeah. i mean you can have these dating site accounts you can get on all these profiles what a it's just the statistics easier. we're saying, though, is it's people that you know. It's not strangers. It's people that you know, like uh, the high school okay, friend reaching that. back out to you and the connection. And you're having a lull in your marriage and the excitement and that craving and all that things get spiked up. Um, it was also saying that uh, couples, married couples that do not use social media call uh, accounts are 11% more happier in their marriages. Basically, they spend their time. That's it, 11%? I know. Yeah, that's not worth it. I, I mean. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> I get 15 by eating too much, you know. Uh, the dopamine from the food makes me happy. <laughs> um, I just think that it's very interesting because I'm not going to, I really feel like there's so many pros to social media, but there's just as equal of cons. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, if it wasn't for that damn printing press, we wouldn't have pornography. Why they have to start printing words on paper? Who thought of that crap? I'm telling you. Now those we, picture now we have, Playboy magazines, well, well, they don't even do those that's anymore, right. do they? And, and you know what? Every heroin user started with milk. That's why milk <laughs> is a gateway drug. What are oh you smoking? Wow. That is well, that, not true. Everybody. Yes, everybody who's ever done heroin started by drinking milk. Come on. Everybody I'm, drank I'm, milk as a baby, I'm is what he's saying. A slippery slope argument. I'm just making a point saying that these things, social media has its good points, like you were saying. Yeah. Just like printed words, just like trench coats. They all have their purpose. The problem is, is we have bad people using them for bad reasons. That's mm-hmm. true. But I think any community, any community, do you, if you're... Catholic, if you're in a 12-step group, if you're a part of, I mean, any community that organizes and comes together, you have to have that opposition. There's always going to be the guy requesting nudes, as well as maybe the guy who just wants to make friends. And donate money. Yeah. yeah. There's just, it's every community. That's who we are. It puts them in a mass place, though, to freaking... So you can't you can't blame social media. No, but you but you can teach your children. It's like not avoid, but learn how to make wise decisions with. Yes, but it's almost like part. I'm seeing now that a child coming into this world this year. I've given this a lot of thought. Ooh, yeah. Is you know a child coming into this world this year? Children of the corn. <laughs> Children of I the love corn. That show I like, up. I like, but I liked what you did. did. You yeah. missed okay. it. Sorry, you said corn. Corn. Children of the corn. Children of the quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So children being born now. They, they are coming into a world that my fifteen-year-old is like. You need to settle down. 
to me, I'm just like, you know, I, I fought with my brother because he was constantly picking up the extension. That was him spying on my life, very quietly picking up, you know, the extension. And now he has a job my, with the NSA. And <laughs> but people are peeping on other people in a different way, but it is the same thing. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it is. I want to know if it's boredom, if it's excitement, why people are on there so we'll much. Be back. This is Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Whack-A-Mole. Discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B and Charmaine G. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, on. Charmaine. I said it online. Yeah, you did. I did. I apologize. Said the F word. I. Yeah. Get a handle on that, could you? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so we concluded really quick with the tapering off of why are we using it so much? Why do people just gel on there and have to just it's live be, it's like being strung out you know strung how sam out. was acting mm -hmm. it's because of an addiction you don't you yes. think it's an addiction 100 percent. how okay they actually have algorithms facebook and their data collection process to see how often you after you make a post how soon you look back to look at your comments and how you'll like other people's comments on your, hey, hey that was in that that in documentary. The social dilemma mm -hmm. yeah was that real yeah. It is or, very real. Or was that just that, you know, no. we think there is. No, no it's very it's, real. Yeah. There was yeah, a, a friend oh, of mine oh, that worked for Google, and they do the same concepts <laughs> of building, but she attests that Facebook goes way beyond guidelines just just to collect this information. And but they, you... you Agree to that. Yes, you do. You because you voluntarily have a thousand you, you tiny want, words to you, read. If you want to read, if you want to be a part of Facebook, yeah. there's a whole thing that says all the things that they're going to do, and you can agree to that. If you yeah. don't want that invasion of privacy, yeah. then you don't use Facebook. It's a private entity. I don't like Denny's. They should start serving pizza on the weekends. No, that's just Denny's. They're, they're not going to do it. No, Same thing no. with Facebook. Yeah. So if, if it's not going to go your way, it's a private entity. They have can you do ever they want. noticed that? Um, I know that they have a lot of lawsuits that come up because every once in a while you'll get an alert, not from Facebook, but from people saying, hey, they're now blasting your telephone numbers out. You got to go here, here, and here mm. to say, I am not included in this. So you're protecting your own private information. Wait, but, is, but is that actually a true thing and say hey you, you better post this otherwise it's gonna it's gonna be uh, not those i'm talking thing. about your privacy settings so a lot of those come because they're flying under the radar on some of their new launches of of um, data collection mm. and things and so with that you have to go in and opt out because your first consent but then for them to say well they never opted out of it because they keep getting away with doing all these things i only say that this is um it's like your car. You have to take care of your car. Mm. Your car is always changing, and mm -hmm. you have to be aware of what's going on. You if do. you expect us to get in your car and have it work perfectly <clears> the <throat> same way as you did bought it 20 years ago, you're a fool. If you're not paying attention to what your social media is doing and then blame it for something, it's part of it is your fault. I agree to that. Now, when it comes to, like we were discussing this before we started tonight, along with the podcast comes you know, marketing and what's the best yeah. way to market. Yeah. The free way to market is to do it on Instagram, to do it on Facebook, to do it. And, and how it's almost unavoidable. I mean, <laughs> there's no way 
you have to be savvy. You have to be social media savvy. Yeah. In order to succeed in a social media world. You, you do. You do. You and there to. it's a money maker. That's all I gotta say. If you have enough followers and you'll get sponsored and picked up by Instagram. And next thing you know, you're getting checks in the mail. So it's okay to make money off of social media, but it's not okay. But it's also okay to complain about how they make their money. So if you're getting money from social media, it's partly because of these privacy settings you're talking about. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And so if you're like, I'll take the check, it's kind of hypocritical. It's it's like one thing I'm is not attached getting a to freaking another thing. check. No, we're not getting but, checks. But wait, send some hey, if you listeners, feel the need. if you could please sign up to <laughs> right, our Facebook please. account and subscribe today. Um, my, I have to say, I want to add on to not just the marketing thing. Um, it is a huge, valuable tool, it, and and I got this thing in my office. It's Trump. Have you have I played it for you? Yes. You push the button. It's mm -hmm. all like we're gonna drain the swamp today. Mm -hmm. I can't mock. Can't, I I can't do his impersonation really well, but one of them says, um, "Oh, I love it. It's like having a thousand newspapers, and all I have it's free. It's like free newspapers. Mm -hmm. I Twitter all day, and I love it. And that is absolutely true. But what are you what are you tweeting? Like what, not just Trump, I'm talking about what are you posting on there? Like, are you representing yourself? Are you, are you? It doesn't matter as long as you get the likes. Okay, that leads me Do back. Do you really, to I want to ask if you really feel that way, honestly. When you post something, because I, I follow you on Facebook. Okay. And you post funny things. Okay. You are really funny. I post funny things. Yes. Do I post divisive things? No. For the most part. No, I wouldn't say that. Do no. I post deeply personal things no. no and i can't stand that either <laughs> yeah so i'm not given spiritual quotes or anything and i'm not talking about my political opinions but yeah my facebook is it tries to be middle of the road and funny Neutral. something that anybody yeah. can That's they, anybody yeah. can laugh yeah, at yeah. and what ha and i'll have people that start fighting on my facebook page over certain posts and i'll tell them to shut up and i'll delete their comments i'm like i don't want your yeah. fighting yeah, yeah i had a, a dixie name change fight happen on my page and I had to tell both of them to shut up. And one of them that was controversial. It was totally controversial. Mm -hmm. It was. I took a pic. It was a protest last week. I took a picture of the pe people protesting yes. for, people protesting against, and my post said two sides of the Dixie coin. That's all it said, Ooh. and that was enough to get two people fighting on my page. I'm like, that's not me. So I'm not looking for likes exactly. I'm looking for people to appreciate my humor. If I want likes, then yeah, let me get political and let me get let me do the Tony Chambers thing and just go completely nuts. Who's Tony Chambers? Uh, Dixie Direct. He posts. Oh yeah, look him up. It's all okay. kinds of fun here in town. Yeah, if you want to get political and get those likes, he owns uh, Dixie Direct. But uh, I don't post just to get likes. Yes, I like the likes, but I want people to appreciate the humor, not the. But like you don't only. live off of your recognition of your posts. You, what she's no. asking is you're not living for the likes and the, the recognition. No. And I am really aware of. To me, I'm that's a, an insecurity thing. Total, I'm really aware that that's why I don't post that much. Because I don't want to feel obligated to monitor it. And go, oh, how many people saw it? And if only three people saw it, I mean, it's just like what we're doing here. You know, either a thousand people are going to listen or five people are going to listen. And how is that going to affect me right. and my self-esteem? Right. Which is fragile on a given day. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the human condition, you know? I think yeah. that anybody could really well, say you can that. Feel, you can have rejection just by you not... Getting the likes, you can feel like you're. Hell rejected. yeah, you can. Hell yeah. Let me show you the other the other side of social media, and this is this is my insecurity. This is an app called Who Deleted Me. <gasps> yeah, you this, were talking yeah. about this. This, this so I, it shows me who added and deleted me, or and or blocked me, and or closed their accounts. I oh, don't want to know any of today, that. yesterday, seven days, thirty days, and since I've had it, I've had um I don't know how many years I've had this. 178 people be removed from my friend list and 329 be added. Wow. And uh, in the last 30 days, negative five plus eight. And then I can just click on it and see who it was. These are the people that are no longer my friends. And these are the people that are have our new new friends or reunited friends. Does that affect you? Yes, all that? it does. Mm. It does. I talk about the two people Thank fighting on my page. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, one of them is, you know, was a, a semi-associate. He was a professional acquaintance, whatnot. And uh, so I go, I see that he, A, he unfriended me. And I was like, oh. And then the next day I clicked on his thing just to double check. And he didn't just unfriend me. He then then blocked me after that. <gasps> you hurt his feeling. And I was like, he really doesn't like you. I was like, what the, whoa. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, but I've done that. I've done that to people. I just, well, I mean. the For way something I, that small? No, I don't know. If I, 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 thought, I told these two guys to shut up. That was it. And that was enough for him to get butt hurt. So, yeah, I mean, all Facebook is is just a bunch of butthurt people hurting each other because hurt people hurt people. <laughs> Play nice in the sandbox, everyone. Yeah, you're, it's, it's true. It's an open forum for anybody to show up to. It's an open forum for anybody to say any cheesy, stupid-ass thing that they want to yep. say. And I'm, I, this has been my experience. I had a Twitter account. I've had two Twitter accounts. Um, and I don't go on Twitter very much, but I have in the past. Now, there was... Um, Back when they, this, a couple of years ago when they were talking about um, a pregnant woman um, having a late abortion if the mother's life mm. was in danger. Do you remember when mm -hmm. that was happening? Mm -hmm. a, I want to say three or four years ago. Um, I commented on a, which I never do, on a celebrity's Twitter account. And I said, um, I used to like you, but I don't anymore. Which, which I thought when I said it, now, this is how aware I can be. I'm not always on this way. But when I sent it, something happened to my heart. Like, I didn't feel right about sending it. Well, 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, I'm getting, you know, all these people, who the f you think you are? And I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad. I wanted to just apologize open. to this person that I don't even know to say, I'm sorry. I should, probably shouldn't have said that. I mean, I deleted the comment and just... It, I did not like the way that it made me feel as a human being yep. with my moral character, yep. with my, and I've said mean things to lots of people in that, in that arena, in that scenario, it didn't feel right or honest no. for me to do that. Whatever well, you put on someone's page or your own page, you're subjugated to the response. It can be a positive, unintentional response, or it can be, I misread you, my perception's way off, and we're in conflict response. Yeah. Or it so, can be, I'm out to get you, and I want to claw your eyes out in a public forum. <laughs> you know, because who was not reading that stuff? Because I've gotten caught up in, oh my God, look what she said, and that's funny, and oh my hell, yeah. and this really went to a... But they've damaged, I've seen people recently damage careers... I mean, over accusations that were false and you're like freedom of speech, defamation of character. We're all those things that when you actually have a great side effect from somebody else's just freedom of speech and putting it out there. Uh, honestly, you can create face, uh, fake accounts. You can be deviant, very deviant. Mm -hmm. And in that underworld, um, when it's like it comes crank, crank calling. Crank calling, crank. <laughs> crank calling before caller ID. Before because yeah, crank ID. calls yeah. went down after caller ID. Yeah, Did but remember really? doing Star that? Don't you remember? Oh, you yeah. like and that. the courage that you had, like to call somebody and go, you disguise your voice and go, you're a fucking asshole. A clam. Wow, yeah. you're mean. I just, I know. I, I just never called said and went, that. Hello. But yeah, I was like well, you're a creepy dude with a deep voice. Yeah, when I was twelve at the time. I remember calling the local deli, this Italian deli. And asking them if they had, this is horrible, if they sold Fromunda cheese. Do you know what that is? Oh, God. <laughs> and the lady literally, it was like out of the out of a scene in a movie. Do we carry Fromunda cheese? <laughs> I don't know. Let me check. Let me check. And we were giggling at 12 and 13 years old. So it is, I guess it is kind of. Like no, that, I love it. Um, it and. <laughs> I'm going back to, so Pew Trust, you guys know who Pew Trust is, right? So basically, they're the biggest nationwide researcher, worldwide, international research. What's it called? Pew Trust. So they do all Surveys kinds and of stuff. Oh. studies, a lot of research. It's Pew a research like Pew? group. Like P-E-W, Pew. Okay. I guess, Pew, Pew. Um, their research was, to answer the question that I left off with, why do people use... Um, so much social media, and you said it was boredom, right, Sean? Mm -hmm. Um, Tina, what was your what was your answer? For what? 
Why do people use so much social media? I think it's boredom as well. I think for me, I'm answering for myself that I also know that I will be sitting here consuming something on television and on my phone at mm -hmm. the same time. So it makes me think, well, you really can't quiet the fuck down. You know, <laughs> yeah. you really can't be idle for too long. Yeah. Uh, my kids are big on that. Marissa is big on that. Um, often I have a bunch of people at my house eating kids. They eat young kids adults. at your house? Young adults. They eat young adults? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And, and I will always, you know, I'll go, oh, do you want me to turn Alexa on? Put some music on? And they're like. No, I'm like, it is so quiet in here. And I get that, but I don't expect them to get that. Yeah. I don't expect them to have that. Interesting, yeah. that, that philosophy of, I like I like the, the silence. Yeah. We don't have to fill every moment. The sound with the of silence. silence. Okay, 67% of this study says the major reason is staying in touch with current friends. 64% yeah. staying in touch with family members. 50% connecting with old friends you've lost touch wait, with. Wait, 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 Those numbers aren't adding up. Well, I'm telling you. You're like at 300% already. Okay. Well, <laughs> you've got major reason. Listen. It's like major, an election. Major, minor. Don't, don't piss her off. Major, please. minor. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was a boop, 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 I wasn't boop, even boop, around. I'm really sorry I missed that. I yelled so loud. Charmaine lost her mind yesterday. I became horse. Um, not a, a horse, but horse. <laughs> <laughs> major reason, minor reason, not a reason. So okay. the major reason, staying in touch with current friends, family members. Third is connecting with old friends you've lost touch with. Um, connecting with others with shared hobbies or interests. So wait, 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 wait. Yes. What was the question? Why do I have social media or why do or reason what, I what use? Motiv yeah, why do I use it? What motivates okay, because me to use it? Those reasons are reasons why I have it. Yes. I have social media to keep Agreed. in contact. But what motivates but you to use I it? I use it because I've read all the shampoo bottles while pooping. Exactly. Is Ditto. that not like, wash your freaking phone. That's all I got to say. You got a bidet, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, bidet and it's okay. <laughs> Clear your rear. Ooh, we should do an infomercial on that one. <laughs> she came right out with that. Did wow. you hear that? Okay. And then the fourth is making new friends. Fifth is reading comments oh my gosh. by celebrities, would, athletes, uh, or politicians. And I have friends who, do, they love the comment stuff. They, yeah. they feed off of reading other people's yeah. agitation. It's like in an entertainment I, section. I, I have to say. Me? No, I can't. I'll like go away. Don't even, I don't even care what you have to say. These really? people that were fighting on my I don't even know what they were fighting about in specifics. Yep, not All, enough I'm, time. I'm like, fight, go away. Yep. Don't care. Anyway, sorry. 30% finding potential potential romantic or dating dating partner. That should be like 33%. I agree. I agree. I mean, even if you tie it to the connecting with old friends, yeah. <laughs> it can go right Wait, up wait, there. isn't your boyfriend an old friend? Hey, you know what? Yeah, I got a great love story for you guys. Viewers, um, it's not going to be this viewers, episode. I love how she says viewers when they can't see us. They used to until Tina doesn't like oh, to be seen. I can hit the camera button right now. <laughs> no! Do it! Please no, don't. don't do it. So, um, no. Make me upset. I did not know him off of social media. I do know him, him in third, real life. In He's like a real life person. Volleyball class, right? No, sir. It was when I was in my. It was in my late twenties, and he was at war. So it's it's a notebook story. It's oh. so good. I'm looking for. By the way, I'm going to put the fillers out there. I'm looking for a writer that can write my story, my love story, because I want it into a novel. Are yeah. you serious? I do. I'm serious. I'm looking for somebody that can write the story. I'll narrate it. <laughs> I can see that, actually. I'll narrate it. Um, That's good. No, it's a... <laughs> I'm glad that you pointed that out, though, because after 15 years of of the apocalypse, I'll just call it the great apocalypse, he did reach out on social media. That's how he found me. I was surprised that he found me because my name's changed and all oh, these things. Oh, that's how we find, and that, that, you know, I've gone down a rabbit hole with that before too. And let, Looking let, for someone? Yes. <laughs> just looking, and not, it wasn't like a love story or, sure. it's just, you know, maybe having a conversation with another friend and go, whatever happened to that motherfucker? Let's check <laughs> this out. And just <laughs> looking and looking and looking and not being able to, and then ending up in some other time zone with you know why well, had that happen then you to me click here and you click there and you click this and uh, i had a high school friend die a few months ago and oh. reconnected with a bunch of old high school yeah. friends i haven't talked with and there was a girl from my fourth grade class and oh. and i was like oh hey i know her and I, I wasn't friends with her at the time but i remember her and stuff i didn't reach out 
didn't contact her. Ended up talking to a mutual friend. And then he ended up telling me some of the most horrible stories about her. Like horrible, horrible that happened to her or yeah. horrible? Like, oh. like she went down, like she was, you know, cute little fourth grade girl when I knew her. But, you know, she ended up making other life decisions along the way. It and, was hard. And he happened to be a part of some of those. And he was talking. I'm, I'm just like, oh, my God. So it's like, you know, the straight A student in fourth grade was, it was like, oh, wow. So, so sometimes that rabbit hole, you know, we all want to know what's going on. And maybe there's a part where we just like, hey, I have a good memory about that back then. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. Is that not true? Yeah. Remember pen pals? Did you guys ever do that? He never wrote me back. I, oh, Sean. And then sorry. I called him and he's like, what do you want? I was like, oh, I want to be your oh. friend. He's like, okay, I have to go. Uh-uh. You're shitting me right now. Not quite. That was, that was pretty close to that. Where, where where did he live? It was fifth grade in California. Oh. Mine we lived in the same town. We oh. were pen pals. Oh, oh, that's cute. But he only—it oh. was like a, a multi-school project thing, and oh, so yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, yeah. So it was like I reached out to him, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm playing Nintendo, so I gotta go." And I'm like, "Okay, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to be my friend, I don't have any friends. I'll play some tetherball." I ball. still have tried tetherball. I still <laughs> have tried to get friends that are from my generation. I, I. Would I've sent letters to three or four friends in the like last few years. Like real letters? Actual letters. On paper and pen? Yes. Who to, does that to, anymore? That's amazing. To, Dear to friend from the past, here I write you uh, on the battlefield. You know, there are people I talk to and yeah. they're friends yeah. on Facebook. You know, yeah. my girlfriend Jeanette, I did that with her. I did it with my friend Lori. And what I got back was... This is such a great idea, but I am too effing busy to like, I just can't ah, do it. it. It's just too easy interesting. to. The and I thought it was really interesting because for me, being on social media or reading the news online is yeah. way different than opening a book. Remember the library and how it smelled when you went in there yeah. in, as in elementary school? Like yes. I remember that kind of just that old paper and I, there. So there's. There's that. That's checking out a book from the library is an event. It's going to the library. Yeah. It's finding the book. It's it's smelling the book. It's reading it and not be, you know can't I'm wait to get home. We to, still have libraries you know, to be me honest. Me too. With you. And the postal and the, service. And it was the same thing with writing letters. It was the same thing for me that you sit down. It's a it's an event. You probably maybe pour a glass of wine or something and you just start to reminisce and talk about oh. this and that and, and yes, me as a fifth you know, grader with a glass like of wine a, with my pen pal. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as an adult. Because you guys were both like, "What did? why were you doing that? How dumb is that? Anyway, I so, enjoyed you it. Know, but I have to say that, you know, I got online. So this was 96, 97. So we have internet starting up. I was in my early 20s going back to school. Learning how to get on the internet, learning how to chat, learning how to talk to people on the internet changed my communication skills. Okay. Really? I have how horrible so? handwriting. I yeah, can't. Yeah. I can't write worth crap, letters and all that stuff, boom. But once I got online typing, all of a sudden I learned to type. I learned to talk. I learned to tell That's stories. Interesting. And so I, I developed this skill that my parents were forcing upon me throughout my uh, early years. They yeah. sent me to community college for typing class my freshman year in high school and all these things to mm -hmm. learn how to type. And it wasn't until I can talk to a girl online that I had to learn, I need to learn how to type oh. away. And so that ended up opening the doorway to online dating and talking and communicating, and then here we are today. Yeah. Some so when later. you text, do you say things like um, I O O I C or acronym? How are you? B R B. No, I've gotten to, BRB. If I'm typing via a uh, keyboard on a computer, I will probably spell most things out. So yeah. I'm not doing acronyms. Mm. Uh, I'm finding myself using more voice to text now. Yeah, me too. Because I'm just too lazy and the keyboard's too small and I can just set it up. And I didn't even have time to like edit it uh, yeah. before I press send. And all I back it up with is if there's anything wrong with this message, I hope you understand it because I'm speak texting. You can tell when somebody's doing that because when, when somebody says okay with their voice in a text, it comes out with both capital letters. Ah. You can, there's certain little things you can tell, oh, this is being... Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. being recited and it's not spoken to. But yeah. I have a I have a goal that I've been waiting to tell people. So I turned fifty in a couple of years. Whoa, a couple of years. You're old. Yeah, I know. Oof. I'm wondering if I want to see if I can scrub myself off the internet and take mm, my, take all social define media. Define scrub. Like remove accounts, remove yes. my name, remove my active presence on the internet by the time I'm fifty. 
Really? How are deep you are you going to dive yeah. into that? I'm well, a couple years you. ago, I went through my Twitter and I just deleted every single tweet I'd ever made. So I have a Twitter account with no tweets. So you can do the same thing with Facebook. That would take forever, but I can just close down Facebook. But I can close down my YouTube. I can change my Google. I can yeah. Change, you know, and pretty soon I'm not on, you know, 85 You're pages of grid. searches. I'm off the grid. And so I have this in the back of my mind. I'm like, What's the goal in that? Why Why do you want to do it? Just, I don't know, just to just to remove it. It's, it's, it's like cleaning house. Yeah. You know, clean out all the bad fruit from the I, fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I then, see that. And then say, oh, contact people and say, I need your phone number, your address, your email. I'm going, quote, off the grid, but mm-hmm. I want to be able to contact you if I need. And then maybe even leave a small portal on the internet to say, if you're looking for me, this is how you do it. Send a postcard. That's neat. And I mean, you can still stay I in like touch. I like it. I mean, I'm interested in knowing. I think how it that should be a social challenge. Like, with the, you should invite others to do that with you. <gasps> I would do it. I wonder how many likes I can get by doing that. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, viewers and listeners, hell. Um, my thing is, is I want to leave off with saying there's nothing wrong. Just be responsible in your use. Contact human life. Like, call connect touch the person don't just live virtually in this world because human interaction is how we're built we're social species people and i have to give credit to the makers and the developers and the engineers that made the world more connected in a longer place with social media there is so much goodness in it those vultures and those demons and those leeches just find your own little website and stay on it. Nothing hurts worse than when your kid tells you to put your phone down. Ooh. When they go, I'm oh. talking to you. Oh, all right, you guys. We love you. Bye. Oye, bye. You've been listening to Whack-A-Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen with Tina B and Charmaine G on Whack-A-Mole. This has been a production from a podcast studio.